Entrepreneur on Fire 860. An outrageously abundant life for you and for the ones that come after you. And be positive and you will be powerful. John Lee Dumas and the WebinarCourse.com have arrived. Create amazing webinars in 10 days and ignite. Set your business apart from the competition by rediscovering the lost art of human interaction. Visit callruby.com slash fire and use promo code fire. In addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off plans plus free activation. LegalZoom provides the support you need to form your business. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but can connect you with an independent attorney. Visit LegalZoom.com and enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout for a special discount. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? Jolly Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Alina Fernandez. Alina, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> Alina is a former desolate, homeless, penniless single mom. She empowers, equips, and encourages moms of all ages and stages to be positive and discover, live, balance, monetize, and radiate their passions so they can create joy, balance, and success. A lot of amazing words there, Alina. And <laughs> I've given Fire Nation just a little insight. So share more about you personally, then expound upon the biz. Absolutely. Well, you know, I really believe that you can create joy, balance, and success on your own terms. So pretty much staying true to who you are and that you can live in alignment with your top passions, which are really the clues to your greatest purpose so that you can enjoy your life in a positive way. And of course, because I am a mom and motherhood is my mission and calling, I believe that as women, as parents in general, we have the ability to help our kids with their canvas and paint beautiful colors and really design a life blueprint that will set you up for success. Really fascinating, and I'm excited to, to really expound upon that more and later in this interview because, you know, expressing ourselves sometimes is not easy, especially when you're a kid. And, you know, I think it's so powerful to be able to do that both as a child, as a young adult, and then as an adult and specifically as an entrepreneur. So I love these lessons. I love the theme that's being created here. But, Alina, we're going to start at a difficult place. We're going to start at a very tough moment in your life. It's not specifically entrepreneurial, but it has to do with life in general. And it's really led you to your current success right now. So take us there, Elida. Tell us that story. Well, imagine my life. I actually, in 2001, I left my successful corporate career and everything I knew in my country, the Dominican Republic, my loving family, my supportive friends, the first home I ever owned. And I was very young and moved to California to start a family and live happily ever after. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and a little over three years of marriage and soon after a week-long cross-country drive, so we moved to Florida, I was suddenly left a single mom of two toddlers, one and two, the uh, most precious little girls you'll ever meet. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up in the middle of the night with this 
fear and uncertainty and I didn't really know what that meant but soon I discovered oh my goodness he's gone and the next thing I noticed was a note that said he was not just gone he was not coming back and I was really experiencing pretty much the darkest moment of my life I I was feeling stuck I felt so much pain I couldn't scream or cry because I was in shock and I'm sure you and our audience can identify with the fear uncertainty and really the doubts that overcame my soul at that moment I didn't know what I was going to do I was all alone I didn't have resources I didn't have a support group and I had no clue what I was going to do or how I was going to start that journey so that was probably the darkest time because I was living in a pretty much I I think it was about 200 square foot efficiency and what that means is a little room with a bathroom with no kitchen and I didn't have a bank account I didn't have a car I didn't know how to drive I didn't have a driver's license obviously and I didn't know what to do at that moment. So you can imagine how I was feeling sorry for myself. I started questioning everything. Um, I, I was feeling like I, I had failed. I, I was feeling like I really had been foolish or I was very derailed from my deepest purpose and, and I felt hopeless to come back to where I had been joyful and excited and confident about life. So, Alina, hindsight is obviously twenty twenty. But <laughs> looking back, were there any clues that were left that you can see now that that could have prepared you for this as far as not just being so utterly shocked and blindsided by the departure of your, your husband? Yes, absolutely. There were many clues and and I have grown to see those and you know, one of the first things that I think you learn to do when you overcome any obstacle is to take full responsibility for your, Ooh. you know, what you could have done differently. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, one of the beautiful lessons that I have imparted to my daughters is to never blame. And blame is actually a uh, profanity in our home. Yeah, good. <laughs> yes, yes. We actually take full responsibility and we figure out what we can do to do things differently and better the next time. I love this so much. And there's something that I want to dive into before my next question. And Fire Nation, when we grow up and, you know, mentally, and we take full responsibility for everything, for our situation, for our success or lack thereof, for how we look physically, for how we are health-wise. When we take full responsibility for that, things start to change 99% of the time for the better. And I feel very fortunate, Alana, because when I was in the U.S. Army for eight years, I was able to look and see my commanders. And those commanders that took full responsibility, you know, whether my platoon succeeded or failed or the mission, you know, came up short or whatever it might be, a million things go wrong, specifically when you're in war. And I spent a year in war. So many things go wrong. Those commanders that took full responsibility for the situation, not only were were we successful the next time around, but 
I respected them so much for that. And I said, that's the type of person I want to be. Not blaming other people, not giving excuses as to why this didn't work or why this failed, but to take full responsibility and to own it and yes. to go forward. And I admire people that do that so much. Now, Alina, most people's first thought if they found themselves in your situation would have been to run home back to the Dominican Republic. Did that ever cross your mind? Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, I wanted to run away, uh, but there's something called custody oh. that takes a long time. And so I had to, uh, you know, life really, there's a life that has been kind of paved for you that you don't know how things work and at, at that moment you see it as an obstacle but it turns out to be a great push toward your purpose and there's a, a quote that I like that says even eagles need a push so I had mapped out this amazing journey that I was going to start over in the Dominican Republic but couldn't do that uh, immediately so I had to come up with plan B and uh, stay here where I was was really alone and launch myself to a different dream that I had not thought of. I love that quote again about the eagles. Can you share that with Fire Nation? Even eagles need a push. (laughs) I mean, think about the glory, Fire Nation, of eagles soaring through the air and they were born to soar. They were born to fly. But even eagles need a push. And I love that message. I love that story. I think that's a great takeaway. And Alina, let's shift. You know, let's talk now about another point in your journey. I mean, you didn't go from that moment to your current success overnight. It was obviously a lot of things happened. You had a lot of aha moments, a lot of epiphanies, a lot of failure, struggles, and obstacles along the way, faux show. But <laughs> my question to you is, what was an epiphany you had? What was an, a light bulb that went on? What was an aha moment that you want to share with us, Fire Nation, today? Well, you know, it's a complicated answer because in order to do that, I have to take you on a journey to the Dominican Republic a few decades ago. Not going to say how many. Cool. Take <laughs> us there, girl. I'm not going to ask you your age. My mother taught me well. And so, you know, it was a, a day in which I was seven years old and the Caribbean sun was really, really hot that day. And I found myself in a place really uh, close to my home and there was a lot of waste there. Um, really, um, the, I would say the town dumpster where my brother and I were, would come regularly to this dump to find objects and artifacts and cool things to play with because we couldn't afford toys yeah. and we couldn't afford shoes or books or anything like that. And so there was a lot of trash and flies and you can imagine all of that. But in the middle of all that trash, we were hoping to find a treasure and, um, you know, it was strange and I didn't fit in with, with everybody else because we, we had these beliefs that poor kids didn't have. And so one day, um, I noticed something unusual and it was a soggy magazine, uh, with a strange name and, uh, I called it Eclipse. I said, <laughs> To my brother, you know, this there's an eclipse here and we can read it. And actually, the word is highlights. <laughs> oh, I was going to say ink. Like, I was like, did you find an ink magazine? But no, okay, highlights. <laughs> I used to love highlights growing up. 
Yes. Well, I loved it immediately because I saw the pictures, but I couldn't understand the words. Right. It was in English. And so I saw all these kids, John, and they were smiling. They were joyful. They were playing with their parents. They had toys. They had jeans. They had Snickers and they were eating healthy foods. And it was really the dream life, I thought. Right. So I went in my seven-year-old mind and I talked to my brother and I'm like, okay, I think that the secret to having this life is speaking this language. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and so we were excited with that idea and I started saving money and that I actually was inspired to create my first entrepreneurial um, endeavor, Ooh. which was, yeah, which was creating stories uh, that I made up from the uh, magazine uh, stories that I saw, the pictures. And I had, I took advantage of us not having electricity at night and creating kind of a puppet theater with cardboard. So um, at that moment, I think that I, I learned three lessons that were very helpful for me to get out of the victim mentality that I adopted when I became a single mom. And I want to share those with you because for you to see what I am, what I did at that moment, it needs to be seen from that seven-year-old little girl that found her treasure in the dumpster. Love it. Because and through that, I was able to learn and study English, which was the only one thing for me that I had going when I found myself homeless in the United States. So the first thing was I looked beyond the dump. So I learned to see, you know, my circumstances were pretty trashy, literally, right? <laughs> literally, yeah. <laughs> but I focused on the treasures that I had. So the first thing that I did during that moment that I described earlier was, you know, I looked beyond my dumpster. I saw the little angels that were laying on the bed that had no clue of what was going on. And I decided that they didn't have to. The illits. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, and then my daughters that were on the bed when, when I became a single mom. Right. Where that, treasure. So we're mirroring the eclipse and the little girl. So I had two angels to take care of and mm. I created a purpose for me, a focus to be grateful that he didn't take everything and left. He left me the best part. So I was immediately grateful for my ex-husband who didn't take my kids with him. So I focused on the treasure and not the trash. Yes. The number two lesson was that I was, you know, I accessed a vision. So with the eclipse, it was that joyful life of, of all those kids that had everything that I, I dreamt of as a, as a child. And with um, the moment that I found myself at the efficiency with nothing and nothing to to really do about it, I access the vision of what it would be like if only I could be a positive mom, someone that 
is empowering my girls. And I actually, I started planning their weddings. I started planning how wonderful, what a wonderful life they would have. Like the Eclipse kids, I didn't, I never end up having that childhood, but my kids could. So the question that I asked is, what if? What if I don't have to be miserable? What if I don't have to define myself as a failure now that I'm divorced and or, or soon to be divorced? What if I can be a powerful woman that really is a sets a healthy, beautiful, joyful example to my children? So I think, you know, the first thing is, okay, I focused on the treasure. The second, I accessed that vision. And in that moment, John, I couldn't access a vision for myself because my self-esteem was not at the right place. And, and that's something that I had to work through. Right. But I accessed a vision for people that I loved. And sometimes it helps for us to focus. Okay, if I were able to give my mother X or my children Y or the people that I love, what would I give to them? And then we realize we have to become the source of that in order to give it. We can't share what we don't have. And lastly, to not tire you with my story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here, girl. <laughs> I, uh, for, you know, in the dumpster, I decided that I was going to make it happen and get the, the resources to learn the language that would allow me to have the highlights kids uh, life. So, in that moment, when, when I became a single mom, what I did was embark on a mission to pursue my dreams and ask myself how. Now, there are two ways to ask how. There's a way how, like, how am I going to achieve this? How on earth could I possibly do this by myself with no money, with no resources, with no support group. And the second way is how, as in what is the first step that I can take? What is one tiny thing that I can do? Now, I will tell you that in that moment, I couldn't come up with a to-do list because I hadn't been in that situation. So I came up with that to-be list. And I decided I'm going to be passionate. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be empowered. I'm going to be, you know, just tenacious and unstoppable. And I'm going to make this happen. So that that was the aha moment, you know, to go through those steps to make my reality, my dream a reality. But that was something that was given to me when I was seven years old. So I believe that if you go into your past successes, you will find a pattern that can take you to the next step in your journey. There are so many things I want to pull out of this, Alina, because that story was so powerful. And for Fire Nation, you're listening right now. I hope that if you're currently in a victim mentality, this is helping wrench you out of this. And I want to use a phrase that you just use, Alina. Create a to-be list, not a to-do list, a to-be list. Who do you want to be? And to kind of quickly sum up those three lessons, Alina, that I love that you shared. Number one, Fire Nation, look beyond the dump. I love that. And number two, <laughs> access a vision of who you want to be. Access that vision and then find the how, that first step, even if it's minuscule, even if it's small, 
take that first step forward, find that how. And Alana, what I want to do now is dive into our 60-second questions. These are questions that I really want you to expound upon, but in a concise way. I will cut you off Mm -hmm. at the end of a minute because there's a lot that I want to get to, and I want to give you the chance to share that. So ideally, what are the first 60 minutes of your day looking like? Okay, well, we have family scriptures and prayer with my family, but we also plan our day. I believe that if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And as a homeschooler, that's a really big one for me. But we connect with each other and we connect with God and, and we connect with ourselves. So it's all about connection and planning. Love that. What is your biggest strength, Alina, as an entrepreneur? I will say that... My biggest strength is my tenacity mm. and my ability to pursue the things that I want to achieve and, you know, stick to the thing that I want to achieve. So tenacity and commitment to make it happen. Love that. But let's flip the tables here because I want to know what your biggest weakness in your eyes as an entrepreneur is my inability to connect with people in person because I have a small toddler. So I have designed a lifestyle in which I connect with everyone virtually uh, with some exceptions. So if I had to change something, I would connect with more people in person. But I have chosen to to capitalize on my virtual connections. Yeah, you got to make do with what you have. And I will say it's tough to replace that face-to-face, but... We live in an amazing world where we can supplement that with some great opportunities. What's one habit, Alina, that you wish that you had? (laughs) I'm a mom. I wish I could sleep seven hours. (laughs) Seven hours each day. Uh, Yeah, go to bed earlier and sleep. But, you know, those seasons, you, you need to embrace them as well and make the best with what you have with, like you said, and I believe that. Um, that everything changes and and we are able to to embrace the season of life that that we're in. But uh, that would be something ideal. Mm. Please. No, I hear you. (laughs) There's nothing better than getting a good night's sleep, waking up, feeling rested. My days are always best when I have a good night's sleep in my back pocket. And it's tough when it's on the flip side. I'm not going to lie. I just had my three and a half year old niece in town for five <laughs> days and, uh, you know, sleep was uh, was at a premium. Absolutely. <laughs> Alina, what is one thing that has you fired up in your business right now? Wow. Well, you know, it's not in my business, but it is part of my journey because my daughters created their own business and they have a book that they just launched and is selling and and they publi- they were published by a major publisher and have uh, endorsement by Jack Canfield, Brian Tracy, uh, Harv Ecker, and they are 12 and 11 years old. So that is my pride and joy. <laughs> that is amazing. I mean, those are the who's who. You know, I've been blessed to have two of those three people on Entrepreneur on Fire, and they're amazing people just to talk to, to share their knowledge with. And as you can see, you know, when they see greatness, like they're obviously seeing in your daughters, you know, they're going to to, to make things happen. And Alina, we are about to enter the lightning rounds, but before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. 
One of the biggest struggles we come across as entrepreneurs is being able to find the personalized attention we need when it comes to making sure our family and our business are legally taken care of so that we can focus our attention on actually helping our business grow. Protecting your family starts with creating a will or living trust. There's no easier way to make sure your family is legally taken care of. And ensuring your business is taken care of starts with taking control of your financial affairs. LegalZoom can help you with both. Proven by the more than 10 years they've been helping millions of people get the personalized attention they need. And if you'd like more help, they can connect you with an independent attorney in most states, but they're not a law firm. This month, you can save even more by entering FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Don't let another year pass you by before getting your life organized. For legal help you can count on for your family or small business, go to LegalZoom.com, promo code FIRE. Great businesses are driven by great customer experiences, and that's a fact. According to the American Express survey, three in five people would try a new brand or company for a better service experience. That's more than 50%. That's what makes Ruby so great. Their highly trained team of receptionists can handle all your nationwide calls with a perfect mix of friendliness and professionalism. With Ruby, you'll elevate your business to stand out from the competition simply by being there when your customers need you most. At Ruby, it's not just about what they do, it's how they do it. Think of Ruby as your company's ambassador. Exclusive offer, Fire Nation. Use promo code FIRE. And in addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off all pricing plans plus free activation, a $95 value. That's callruby.com slash FIRE, promo code FIRE. Alina, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Yes, sir. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Well, you know, the entrepreneurial itch was really, really bugging me. But I think there were two factors. One was security. And the other one was insecurity because I was able to create, you know, to secure a 40 plus hour job. And I started to see that I was making money. So it was comfortable and I, I started to have a paycheck. So that security was holding me back and the insecurity of what was it going to look like for me to quit my job and start being a, a mompreneur from home? So the security of where I was and the insecurity of where I wanted to go. So we need to take more leaps of faith and risks in order to follow our dreams. What is the best advice you've ever received? Well, uh, Sir John Templeton, which was one of the greatest financial minds in the planet, I think, once said that the key to wealth is gratitude. And that has been um, a, a theme in my life. I think that our mindset is really the key to any type of wealth that we want to create in our lives. Share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. I think you and I share this one, <laughs> and it is focus. Oh, uh, you go, girl. Yes, yes. So follow one course until successful. Oh, you got, you know, I always <laughs> ask my guests, you know, who are like, John, I listen to your show all the time. I love the word, you know, I love your show. I'm like, so what does the acronym focus mean? They're like, uh, fortunate on top of, and I'm like, no, no, no. Alina, gold stars all around for you. <laughs> yes, but uh, one thing that I want to say about that is that sometimes we do 
put place our focus on things, but they are the wrong things. Or right. like Six Sigler called it, we major in minor things. Ooh. So I think that before we focus on anything, we need to realize that time, our time is our greatest asset. And that is something that we can never get more of. So be very intentional, conscious and, and purposeful in how you focus your time on something that, that will leave a legacy. Fire Nation, do you major in minor things? Ask yourself that question. I love that. Great, great thing to kind of absorb and, and kind of just, you know, think about. Do you have an internet resource, Elida, like Evernote, that you can share with our listeners? Well, I, I believe that for my blog, I like Canva. Yeah. Which is a tool uh, that makes... Uh, design simple. And I think that branding is really pivotal to success anywhere, but especially online. So uh, since it's free, I mean, there are a plethora of resources for design, but since that is a free and low entry tool, I think it would be great for people who blog or um, have a website to establish their branded the image online to communicate and what they want people to know about them. Canva. And if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, Alina, what would it be and why? Oh, just one? Just <laughs> one, girl. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I will say maybe to, uh, to go with one that maybe hasn't been shared, um, it would have to be Rhinoceros Success. I don't that has never been shared, no. Okay. The author is Scott Alexander, and it was a book that my uh, writing teacher or professor gave to me in college. And it's a metaphor of how there are rhinos and there are cows and how people are unwilling to ch- take a chance at success and some people just follow their dreams and take charge to achieve their full potential. Well, Fire Nation, hey, I know you love audio. You're listening to Entrepreneur on Fire. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like Rhinoceros Success for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Alina, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? <laughs> that is exciting. I mean, it sounds like right. endless possibilities to me. The first thing I would do may be unconventional, but I would find a mentor who is an expert in the new world and someone that can tell me the best resources that I can find and invest on because I'm not a a fan of reinventing the wheel. So after I am, uh, I'm knowledgeable in the new world and the people of the new world, I would find an intersection uh, between my expertise and knowledge and, and my passions and the needs of those people of this new world. That sounds so exciting. Yeah. And then get crystal clear on that audience and find guerrilla marketing tools to keep the cost down, I guess. <laughs> Fire Nation, let's be honest. We are all standing on the shoulders of giants. You don't have to feel like you need to reinvent that wheel. Like Alina said, find somebody who's where you want to be, that mentor, 
and get after it, you know, learn from them, take their distilled knowledge and consume it. And Alina, let's end today on fire with you sharing just one parting piece of guidance, the best way we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Absolutely. Well, I think that what I have to say is don't get stuck in the lie of someday. The perfect moment is now, today. Today is your someday. And if you take the first step to defining what joy, balance, and success on your own own terms look like, then you can design an outrageously abundant life for you and for the ones that come after you. And be positive and you will be powerful. Be positive and you will be powerful. And what's the best way to connect with you, Alina? Uh, it is at thepositivemom.com. And I'm all over social media. You can connect with the icons on the top right. And again, thepositivemom.com. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Alina and JLD today. So keep up <laughs> the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Alina, E-L-A-Y-N-A in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up. And Alina, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create and launch your podcast? 15 video tutorials with yours truly await at freepodcastcourse.com. See you there.